Thanks for tuning in to Daily Recap. I'm Chris Ake. I'm Brandon Ross. And welcome to the recap of our day. What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? What's up? All the listeners. All the listeners, welcome back. Episode 2 of the Daily Recap with your co-host Chris Ake and your co-host Brandon Ross here. What's up? And I appreciate how Brandon always gives my intro. It's only the second time, man. Did I give you intro the first time? Yeah. <laughs> well, you give my intro on the Grand App Show sometimes. Give so, a plug for that. So, Let's so just plug back. for the first ten episodes. Plug, plug, plug. We try to get known. So the Grand App Show, what we do every Monday at around noon time, we tune in to Facebook. We tune in Facebook Live. We throw this up on YouTube, everywhere, all the social medias. What we do on the Grand App Show is we pretty much talk marketing. We talk entrepreneurship. We talk life. We talk anything. We try to give tips. Um, on on the day to day that we do at Grand Apps, and everyone who do, don't know, another plug, Grand Apps. We are a digital marketing firm out of Grand Rapids, Michigan, and we do apps, we do web development, and we also manage social media accounts. Yeah, so if you guys want to tune in on Mondays at twelve, that's a live show, the Grand App Show, and we got the daily recap. So this show, if it's your first time listening, your first time watching on Facebook Live, if we're doing that. Pretty much what we're doing is we're doing a recap of our day. We literally pulled the calendar, we go over what we did, and we try to find one successful tip that we could apply to, you know, speaking about business, entrepreneurship. That's what this podcast is around. So thank you for tuning in. And I'll just start off. Brandon, how was your day? So before I start my day, I'm gonna tell you the exact time right now that we're starting this podcast. My phone says eleven seventeen. I started today out 11.18, around that time. So it's late, right? And we're actually just getting back to our home. We just jumped in front of the mic, and we're spitting out our daily recap. And we wake up at like 6. Exactly. I actually, usually I'm up at the office at around 6. I slept in a little bit today um, to get some extra Z's, but I was in the office at around 7 o'clock um, meetings throughout the day, doing the day-to-day sales, account managing, and we just got back 11:18, and we're doing our daily recap. So we have a full day, um, and we do this on a day-to-day. It's what we love. We want to stay busy. You got to be busy to build a company, successful company. That's that's what it takes, right? So start my daily recap. Um, I actually started off the day, which I love doing, with a meeting. I spoke with. A, a prospect over in Maryland who has a fitness studio and uh, he actually called me yesterday I was at a food show all day yesterday actually from 9 till 4 up in Little River and for everyone who doesn't know that's about a two and a half hour drive from our office so we're on the road for two and a half hours we're at a food show for five hours and drove back so he called me at the food show and he's like hey man I want to follow up with you I see you guys have a great product I want to kind of learn more about it see how I can for my business I was like hey man I was like I'm glad you reached back out because I had called him before but I was like it's not a good time I'm actually working right now so when can we set a time to talk I was like the earlier the better I love jumping in the office and having a great conversation he was like bet so we did 9 a.m. right so jumped off in the morning um, had a great call with him at 9 and it was a great conversation what I love 
the position I'm at now is I really know about business. And Chris and I were actually talking about this, um, you know, after hours when we were kind of touching up what we did for the day. And he was like, isn't it great that now you just know how businesses work? You know their systems, you know their operations, you know what they're looking to do, you know how they generate money, you know how they generate business. So they can just tell you what they're looking for and I can show them how to sell their app, sell their product, market, whatever it is. I'm just within business on a regular basis, so I understand. B2B, B2C. All of that. C2C, P2P. All, all the lingo, all the slang, everything, you know, for, with being in sales and talking to businesses, CEOs, managers, all that type of stuff. So, I mean, long story short, it was, it was a great conversation. We talked on the phone for about an hour. And he loved what I had to say. I actually told him, I, I love asking at the end of a meeting. So I'm like, you know, after hearing what we can provide for you, give me zero to 10. How interested are you? And he honestly said at this point, we're at a nine. He said, and I quote, he said he was looking at calling other possible developers. Wow. But after speaking with us, he said, I'm not even going to go through with that. And not even ask him. He just said, you know what? I had just a great conversation. We connected. He's like, I don't even want to call anybody else. He wants to call a couple businesses that he wants to promote his app with. And after that, he said, follow up in a week and we're going to get going. So that was a great day to start the day. And the reason why it was actually such a great meeting is because it was it was a fitness prospect. So he runs a fitness studio. He's actually trying to promote um, kind of like activity training. So if you're going hiking, if you're trying to train for a marathon, if you're trying to swim, you know, if you're trying to climb a mountain, whatever it is, he does a lot of those regular like outdoor activities. So he wants to put together a program to help those people out. And myself, you know, I'm really big into fitness. I'm big into health. So for me just to connect with him, it, it just came natural. And just being around so many businesses and so many different industries, that's actually becoming more and more natural with anybody I speak with. And I'm pretty sure um, yourself, Chris, you can agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, you know, learning about business, you can relate to different people and um, different industries. You know, for example, like immediately, what's your business model? Is it B2B? Is it B2C? What's your product? What's your service? It's, it's kind of all the same thing. It's just bundled differently as a different package. So if you got a marketing product, a service product, you have a t-shirt, are you selling bleach? It's the same <laughs> thing. It's a product or a service either geared towards a consumer or a business. But really everybody's a person, so it's all people to people. So it's pretty pretty easy um, you know, th that I could see. But yeah, so going with that, so sales call. So started out the day with a sales call, which was and which was you went on a huge tangent just now. <laughs> I did. Keep this kind of short. One People are gonna sure right. You gotta keep these kind of short. You can't every little meeting and thing that happens. You can't crush it, man. You gotta you gotta go. You gotta go. Uh, I'm a talker. What can I say? So right, I started with a great meeting, and then I actually did a couple follow ups. Um, hit the phones right after that. Did the triple tap we've talked about first episode. I'm calling, I'm emailing, I'm leaving voicemails. Came up to afternoon time, hit another meeting at 12.45, another great meeting. Let me just do a short tangent on this meeting. So this meeting was actually set by somebody and I got a little background information about who I was speaking with and he actually said that he had bad experiences with other app companies and he actually wasn't that interested. So I jumped in the meeting like, okay, this isn't a very promising meeting, so I'm just going to dive right into it. I'm, I'm going to be totally transparent with them. I'm going to try to fill them out. I'm going to try to build that friendship. And by the end of the meeting, again, I said zero to ten, man. Like, where are you at? How do you like what I just spoke about? So, but, but, but tell people, what is zero to ten? 
I guarantee people don't know what that is. Okay, yeah. So the zero to ten scale is yeah, explain yourself. People explain don't know what you're it, talking about. Right, this is the regular what we do on a regular basis. People might not understand. I get you. So when I say zero to ten, I'm saying so after after my whole demonstration, after I talk about our products and whatnot, I say zero to ten. How interested are you? How did you like the demonstration? How likely are you to move forward? So that's the zero to ten is. Yeah, so do you want to buy or not? Yeah, there you Plain go. Plain and simple. Mm -hmm. Are you going to buy this product or not? Because if you're not, see ya. I'm not wasting time. <laughs> right? Are you going to buy it? Let's go. Right, and that's good to know because it's it's going to be able to, to fill out that prospect if it's going to be worth following up. Let's be real. You know, you don't want to waste time. If someone's going to give you a two, okay, you might follow back, but it's not going to be on your warm prospect list. So again, with that one, he gave me a nine, right? And this was somebody who he said... He had bad experiences in the past with app companies, and he didn't want to do anything with apps. And after the presentation, he's like, I definitely want to bring this to the board, follow up in two weeks, and it's something we're going to most likely go through with. So again, another good meeting at 1245. So throughout the day, you know, I'm feeling good, right? I'm hitting hard, doing meetings, getting good responses, go, 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 go. And then comes around 2 o'clock after I sent all these, these um, emails and these follow-ups, and then... Boom, support hit. So for everybody that doesn't know, I'm operations manager at Grand App. So I do I do these sales, I do account managing, but also I take I take care of some of the support role. So we manage but where, websites. But where it was though, hmm? where it was, you started more or less doing sales. Oh yeah. Then got into support. Sure. And then moved into operations manager and slowly mitigating support as a different role. Right. Yeah, and it's something that I actually happy I got into, right? Because for one, I love having responsibilities. I love being a part of a business that's growing and just being hands-on in so many different things. So as you mentioned, you know, started off in sales, got involved in support, just learning the whole business and how Grand Apps actually works, how it's structured, how you know support that comes in with web app, everything like that. So, you know, I got into that role and then just knowing all the systems being around for such a long time, then I grew into operations. So now I see operations, make sure everything's running smooth, and I also handle some of the support roles. So then a lot of my afternoon was taking care of some of the DNS, which for those who don't know is domain domain name servers, which is how how websites go live Pretty on much the web. Real tech, I guess tech techy stuff. Tech, techie stuff. Nobody knows. <laughs> That's all you gotta say. Right. So I was I was back and forth with the client. I was calling support of other domain registrars and whatnot. Finally, long story short, again, I'm gonna use that often now since Chris wants my stories to be short. Um, well, if you have every story that you're going too long, it's gonna be a five-hour <laughs> podcast. I don't think right. anybody wants to hear that. So then, you know what? But anyway, I, I, I figured out what was going on. There's gonna be a couple steps involved, but pretty much got everything synced to where we're gonna sync, you know, the emails with the websites, everything like that. So, I mean, um, Again, it, it was a great day, a very productive day. Still a very busy day, even though I only had two meetings. Sitting out about my proposals, having two meetings that were an hour long and dealing with support. It was uh, it was very busy, uh, very productive. Yeah, that's good. Um, you know, so so one thing too though that I wanted to touch base on, which is actually crazy, this podcast we're doing Facebook Live, and all the comments just kind of started coming in, but. What I want to talk about was, I mean, I had a pretty good day, you know, the daily recap, you know, nine o'clock call with a kid from the UK, great call, 10 o'clock um, project meeting, uh, project update, had a few more meetings in between. And uh, one of my meetings that really stood out that I kind of wanted to touch base on was 
the call I had that started at 9 p.m. actually. So been going since 6 a.m. in the morning and I had a 9 p.m. conference call with the people that I'm writing the book for. So if you guys don't know, little mini plug, we just throw little mini plugs in there all the time, right? Book is on the way, a book will be coming. That's gonna come sometime in the next few months. But pretty much what happened was I jumped on this call with a few co-authors and we're just kind of talking about our story. And, and you and I have the same story, where we come from, in, in a pretty you know general sense. And I feel like our story is just so much different from everybody else's story, especially in the environment, the market, the place that we're in now with business. So I kind of wanted to elaborate on that. And I kind of wanted to share the story because that to me is uh, is a little different. You know, I think that separates us from the majority. I, I really do. I, well, I was talking to other people about this and they came from very supportive families. They came from, not saying privilege, but you know, their parents were business owners. Their parents were in the industry. You know, they had resources for them where I feel like we didn't have resources. Mm-hmm. And especially where we came from. And I kind of want to talk about that. I'm not saying that everybody's privileged. I'm not saying that at all. But what I am saying is I feel like we have such a different, unique twist of it. Whereas if we could share that, I feel like that might be some extra motivation. And that was the part when I sent you that Gmail chat. Like, do we need to rip this podcast and really show them where we're from and what we're about and why this qualifies us to give a podcast, why this qualifies us to give a Facebook Live, right? Why why should people give us respect in who we are? Mm-hmm. Right? You want to touch base a little bit about that? Yeah, uh, that's a that's a great topic, and it's a, it's a unique topic because, as Chris mentioned, like we are we're very similar, come from very similar backgrounds, from you know similar areas, and we've been friends since since high school, you know, from freshman year in high school. And we've just we just really clicked and we have the same personalities, we've had the same drive, the same strive for success that you know this friendship has lasted this long to where we do business with each other also and it's just it's just a great connection. So to touch on comma son of you know how we, we come from again as you mentioned, not saying everybody's privileged, but coming up within the business. I didn't really come Within a business or within a family that owned businesses, that were entrepreneurs, that you know were as motivated to run something or start something from nothing, didn't really come from that. Um, I'm very blessed to have the family that I do have. I am very blessed to have the family that has my back and is very supportive of everything I do. Because I'll be honest, when I first told some of my family members, you know, you know what I was gonna do after I left out of college, they were like, "Whew." Like, really? You know, I got my degree in accounting, but now I'm going to just go somewhere completely different and go into sales and take an entrepreneur route and and go with a startup business, you know, which, okay, what what's going to happen? You know, they were very reluctant to say, hey, you should do that. You know, it was something, maybe you should just go with what you got your degree in. So, you know, coming from that background, you know, it, it was definitely a risk that I was willing to take, but also at the same time, it, w- it was a scary risk. You know, people that come from families who own businesses, you know, that's easy, you know, because they can help them move along. They can tell them, okay, this is what you do if your business isn't doing so well, or here's how you can help out. And they can actually have resources to help make that business grow. 
um, I would say Chris and I, we didn't really have those resources. I mean, no resources. Absolutely none. The only resources that we had where I got lucky enough to have a mentor who kind of helped me through, and that's really it. There were no resources there for money. There were no resources there for extra knowledge. We didn't have that. We simply did not have that. Myself, I come from Detroit, Michigan. Love my family. They supported me as much as they could. But we come from lower middle class where if there's an argument, it's always about money. Paycheck to paycheck, trying to find how to pay something off, which is not a position that anybody wants to be in, but sometimes it's a position that you are faced with and you have to face reality. So that's where we came from and that's what I knew. Now, when I went to college and decided to start a company coming out of college, literally had no idea what I was getting myself into, didn't have full support. I told my parents what I was doing. They didn't really understand it because they didn't have a smartphone. They didn't know what an app was. If I was starting an app company, they had no clue. So whereas other you know entrepreneurial backed parents might be like, oh, that's great, honey. Yeah, sure, start your business. I believe in you. My parents still believed in me, but they didn't fully understand what I was doing. And also at the same time, we didn't have those resources. And now just not based upon that of resources, what else we came from, straight up Detroit, Michigan. So not a suburb. I'm being kind of, kind of humble about this, but literally gunshots on the weekend, helicopters, police cars, what you'd think of when you think of inner city living or a rough neighborhood, that's kind of what we came from. And that was just the environment. And to come out here to start a business from literally nothing is pretty amazing because that's what I was doing. I was talking to this call, talking on the call with these authors and a similar trend for the group of authors that were on the call was pretty much they had a pretty good family, they had backing. You know, even I spoke at an event, remember MLive? Mm-hmm. I spoke at this place, at this uh, this marketing firm, media company, whatever you want to call it, MLive, and I was sitting on a panel with three other people and I just felt like I was the only one who really came from nothing. Like straight up nothing. You know, like the other guys were like, yeah, my wife had a good job. And the other guy's like, yeah, I was kind of already set financially. And everyone's like, yeah, he kind of had this idea and I was just in it. And, you know, for me, it was like I was flat broke. I had no money. I had one mentor. We had literally nothing. And we started something. Mm-hmm. So, so I feel like if you can go through that, I feel like just the, the amount of character that you build from that experience puts you so far ahead of anybody else that's out there. And that's just how I feel. Yeah, and we're not saying that everybody has to have their back against the wall or everybody no. doesn't have to come. That's not what we're saying. But we're saying where we came from and having our backs against a wall really shaped us and formed us to what we are today. It's what makes us wake up at 6 a.m. It's yeah. what makes us do podcasts at 11.30 at night. It's what makes us work for 14 hours, whatever the case. It makes us get done what needs to be done. Right, yeah, I mean, I that's, mean, that's what it is. Yeah, I mean, like, like personally, I have a huge chip on my shoulder. Like, I have a giant chip on my shoulder, and I'm willing to admit that, and I just absolutely want to be the best, and I want to just dominate every single day and just be the best that I could be. Mm-hmm. Grow the biggest company, do the absolute 
amount, like, the most amount of effort that I could put in the day, that's what I want to do. For example, this podcast, I did not want to do this podcast. <laughs> I did not want to do this podcast 100%. Sorry, listeners. 19 minutes in the podcast, now you hear it. I didn't want to do it. But you know what? I started thinking of, hey, I, I, I need to crush it. I need to do this. I have to do this. I say I want to be successful. Do I really? How bad do you want it? So I'm going to do the podcast. So that's you know that's kind of that's kind of it. Um, you know, daily recap. You know, we're going to wrap this up. We're going on 20 minutes, and we're going to pretty much be doing this. Uh, I'm trying every day. We'll see every day, every other day. We'll figure it out. We'll get a flow down. But you should definitely subscribe. These are going to get better. They will. They'll get way better. Sorry if we didn't have too great content. We're pretty tired. And, and that's the thing. Look, I hope that the one takeaway you get from this is you hear it and you go, oh, that's a terrible podcast. But then you go, wait a minute. Those guys didn't want to do it and they did. That should motivate you even extra to go the extra mile. Yeah, doing something you don't want to do is a part of going that extra mile. Because let's, let's face it, if you're running a business, even if you're working in a corporation, whatever you're doing, there's going to be days where you don't want to do some things. There's going to be plenty of days where you don't want to do certain tasks, send out certain emails, do this and this. But getting those things done and putting that extra foot forward, putting that extra effort forward, that's going to get you where you want to be so much faster. You know, and that's what it's about. No simple formula. You guys want the sil- you guys want the magic magic bullet of success in business, right? What's the magic bullet? Can I sleep 10 hours a day and work from a beach and have a seven-figure income recurring business every single month? No. You absolutely can't. You have to make podcasts at 11.37 p.m. when you're super exhausted. You've been up since 6 and you just want to go to bed two hours ago, but guess what? You can't. You know why? Because you have to hustle every single day. You have to do the things that you do not want to do, but you have to be willing to do those things that you don't want to do. That's simple. Simple fact. So that's the daily rant cap. So I'm going to call it this time. Um, just had to get that off our, off our shoulder, off our chest. But I still got a big chip on my shoulder, and I'm not going to stop. You guys will see this podcast blowing up. Oh, yeah, you will. Absolutely. We're going to do more than two shows. We're at that. We're at the tide mark, so the next one's our capstone. That's right. Milestone. Breaking records with the next one. So stick around for the next one. We'll be breaking records, doing a bunch of crazy stuff with it. Thank you for listening to episode two. We'll see you guys. See you next time.